I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everyone. Just jumping in here to give you a wee snippet of Culture Vulture, our pop culture podcast. So if you want a break from the news, you should jump over and subscribe to it. Kia ora everybody and welcome back to your bona fide favourite pop culture podcast. And you've got two very worn out women on the mic today. Laura, would you agree? We are very worn out. We are worn out women, but we're happy to be here. I was going to say, I feel like I'm worn out for reasons of like pure excitement, aka went to Harry Styles last night, you can probably tell by my voice, and went to Lord on Saturday night. And so I'm just like, I'm worn out because of really, really culture vulture-esque things. Why are you worn out? You're worn out because you were researching is what I'm hearing. I was on the on, in the field. <laughs> she was out in the field. I'm a worn out woman because I was in the field also, kind of, I guess. Is work the field? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I am so worn out. I think it started and it's my own fault because me and Rupert decided that we were going to really lean into being in London after like a few weeks of cocooning and gorgeous, just chilling energy. And we're like, no, we're living in London. We're going to go out. And we had this night where we like went out and had drinks and ended up in this bar and you could see the skyline and then ended up in this jazz club. It was like the most you know, 24 hours in London vibe. Yeah. But then I realized that we did it like the weekend before we had this huge two weeks where like, I've basically been living my best London life, but every night, like we've got gigs, I'm at photo shoots. I had some artists in town. Um, We had people staying with us. So then they were like, show us London. So we went to like the theater and a gallery and like three markets in a weekend. And I am a shell. Three markets. Obviously, (laughs) we're so grateful. It's like we've had these gorgeous, huge, huge weeks and we're like, Coming on the mic, like, oh, well, it's me. But we're like, it's fucking cool. That we yeah, this it's amazing. It's like been an amazing week. But then you're like, oh, I actually have to like still keep doing yeah. normal things. I don't know. You're, you're yes. extroverted, right? Are you extroverted? Yeah. Desperate need of some alone time. I, I've got Rube staying with me at the moment, which is great. But sh- And it's good because she knows, like, Lucy, if you need to go and just like disappear for a while to recharge, like, you go. You yeah. Go. And so... Need it's it. so so needed that is my that was my week what describes your week Luce I was gonna say is that what describes your week <laughs> um well I also kind of it's well mine all I have written here in capital letters is concerts and I think I was meant to elaborate on that but then the time never came to elaborate on that but my first naughty or nice is a Harry Styles review so I feel oh, like here we I go. can merge them both please and just because we're really bad at doing housekeeping I will say um this episode, we're actually also going to talk about Daisy Jones and the Six, just so that we can actually for once let you know what the episode's about before we just dive into it. It's a big week of reviews. We're reviewing Harry Styles. We're reviewing Daisy Jones. Yes. So Harry Styles, obviously, fucking 
insane to be in the same vicinity as him. Unfathomable, like still not really fathoming it. I just love seeing all the costumes, like all the outfits. Everyone was so gorgeous. Like it's just so joyous. Um, I'm not usually a mosh girl. I'm very short. I get claustrophobic. I like to be able to see people running around the stage. And like when I'm in the mosh, I actually can't see a thing. But we were pretty lucky and we were front standing for Harry. And then we just were at the side of the stage with like when he would come to our side, like literal beeline to him. No. It was like one of the first times I could actually see the person on stage in the flesh. So kind of special to me. Wait, did you did you queue up to get this? Like how did you get so close to the front? No, we just went in like normal. We, I we went in like just as Wet Leg who opened were ending. Yeah. Um, And – like, the concert was amazing. I will say that the, um, like, you know how halfway through the shows he reads out signs and things and, like, yeah. I had really high hopes because the Australian shows had really good That was chat. so funny. Yeah. Like, the Australian really one chat. I saw was so funny. Yeah, and so I had high hopes and I don't know if this is even fair, but, like, Harry was trying so hard to, like, make the chat happen, like – and and he was asking these people things and I just it just I felt a bit bad for Harry. I was like, oh my God, we need to be giving you some fucking more controversial shit, some like better chats and blah blah blah. Um, so that was a little bit like I wish I wish he'd asked me something and I'd said something really funny. Probably that's oh. what it's probably. Did you have a sign? Nah, didn't have a sign. Because didn't really want to draw attention, like it also wasn't yeah. close enough, didn't want yeah. to draw attention to myself. <laughs> Hi, it's me. <laughs> was hoping, did manifest, and so did Liv, um, that he was going to give oh. a shout-out on stage, but he didn't. Yeah. He did talk about the census. He did come out and sing Tu Te Mai Na Iwi uh, twice, which was really cute. Twice. Twice. It was, like, in between songs. Oh, did everyone do that always? Yeah, everyone sang it, and he was like, because he oh. just started off with, like, Tu Te Mai, and then everyone did the whole song, and he was like, wow, that's a longer song than I expected, and then we went on to do it again. Oh. It was really cute. And then he also, did you see that he accidentally uploaded a photo of himself wearing a One Direction shirt? Yes. He he was talking to someone in the crowd, and he was like, look, we all have secrets, Sometimes you accidentally upload them to your Instagram story and like he so he talked about <gasps> that and I thought that was cute. That's so cute. Um or another I'm going between like good and bad parts of the show. Another bit that Rubes Liv and I felt kind of secondhand embarrassment about was, you know, how artists go, they do their quote unquote final song and then they go and they do an on and they always come out and do an encore. And so he'd gone back after being like, This is the fight or like so great to be here. Thanks for having me, blah, blah, blah. I'd gone off stage, but you knew there was going to be an encore because he hadn't played As It Was or Kiwi or Medicine. And But then no one really chanted for the encore. Like, we all just expected <gasps> him to come out. And, like, Rose was behind me, like, chant, no. trying to start chants and stuff because we were like, no. No, it's like, not her by herself <laughs> yelling <laughs> encore. Like, no. It wasn't Ruby, we love you. <laughs> also like going like guys this is embarrassing like no one's chanting for him we're all just expecting him to come out and it kind of comes back to that thing we're always talking about it's like celebrities don't owe us this shit like you need to ask for it like you know like no they don't owe us no but I feel like this okay and I'm gonna say it I feel like having gone to so many gigs and worked so many gigs in New Zealand new like our audience 
we, I don't know if it's like tall poppy syndrome or if it's like, it's not cool to care or anything. And also the fact that New Zealand is always the last leg of the tour. Like, you know, that artist has traveled the whole world and then they've come here and they're like, they either want to party or they're done. And like, I just feel like New Zealand audiences, we don't give it our all a lot of the time. Like everyone's too scared to like get up, like going to gigs here and seeing people go mental in like a hundred cap room. Yeah. And I'm like, I've been to Spark Arena and people don't get out of their seats. No, I know. Like, and it was a, I do feel like that's a New Zealand crowd vibe. It was a little bit, and like, I don't love, this is a very Kiwi, this is a very Auckland coded thing to say. I don't love Mount Smart Stadium. Like, I don't, it's not good. No. You're in the back crowd, you can't see shit. The screens were quite small. And it did feel like, like our crowd, lucky for me, it was quite tame because I don't like, I can't handle being too close to people being pushed yeah. or anything. But but it did feel like a lot of people were there to to film it and be on their phones, obviously, than yeah. to like get into it. And and then I did say to Rubes and Live after afterwards because straight after it, I sort of felt like underwhelmed because of my own expectations. He was great. I was underwhelmed by yeah. like the whole thing because I'd just been to Lord and had this gorgeous like inner field, heaps of space. Grew up with her music, like great sunlight. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then in hindsight, I was like, actually, that was a fucking great concert, Harry, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, I wonder if there's something in me seeing so much of this on TikTok and then you get there yes. and you're like, it's even me saying what he did in Australia was like the chat was better. It's like I shouldn't have even known that. I, like if I didn't know that, then I would have had nothing to I like, was literally just going to say the yeah. same thing. Like I feel I've seen that video where like – they pan to the crowd and the entire like first three rows at the Harry concert is just like people filming and him like chatting, but everyone's just got their phones and it's like turn into this war of who can get the best video. And like, that's why they're there. And I was like, A, as the artist, imagine looking out and seeing that you'd just be like, why do I bother? And secondly, like everything should be a surprise. Like, I don't know. I feel like I went to, we had an artist in New Zealand like three years ago and I went to four of her concerts back to back because I was working it. And, like, by the fourth one, I knew every yeah. I knew every dance move. Like, I knew, you know, I knew it all. But, like... That was because you were there, not because you'd seen it on TikTok. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like this is so similar. And it's so hard to, like, surprise and delight. And yeah. almost everyone expects that he's he's got a question for the crowd. Yeah. He's, like, going to sing a song that means something to that city. Yeah. He's, like, everyone's going to scream, leave America. Yeah. Like, that's hard. Yeah. And you're... Oh, it's so hard. To be self-aware... I also feel huge pressure um, to get content while I'm at these things, which sometimes yeah. ruins the thing because I'm like, I'm here and people that can't afford to go to the shows or are in places yes. that he won't visit, or, you know, all these reasons. And because, yes. you know, get a bit of a dopamine hit or whatever by getting a great video and then it going viral, like, let's be fucking real. Like, I feel pressure to get the content as well. But then I'm also very much like, if it's my favourite song and he's playing it, I will just find a way, listen, because I don't want to watch that back on a video. I sort of want to, like, take it in in real life. But Yeah, it's yeah. getting a mix. Uh, yeah. I mean, from, as someone from the other side of the world, I'm really grateful for the yeah. sister videos that went up yeah. because <laughs> I, know, and, and I really I wanted like, to watch that. Yeah, but it is. So anyway, obviously, great show. He was phenomenal. His voice sounded incredible. Nayo, who's from New Zealand, got, like, the best, um, like, I don't know, welcome, the best ovation applause he was really kind to her and oh. she was fucking cool um and so that was that was cute and nice but fuck I was wearing these cowboy boots these bright colorful like Harry Styles coated cowboy boots and like 
the bottom of my feet, I just shredded and I was walking out of it bare feet. Like I looked like I'd been dragged through a gorse bush and and oh. and that's how you know it's been a Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good concert. So, Harry, we love you. It was great. Sorry that the crowd was a bit random. Like, the crowd was yeah. random. That's all I'll say. Well, no, I've just done a whole monologue about it, so it's not all I'll say. So, naughty or nice? <laughs> that's, and I'm going to – that's all I'll say. <laughs> I couldn't comment. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. <laughs> Laura, I can't believe we've not brought that up on the podcast yet. <laughs> As for me, I couldn't comment. <laughs> no. Zane Lowe, I couldn't <laughs> no. comment. What was it we were talking about? We were like having this big coffee catch up, talking about like every celebrity, even everything remember. under the sun. And then, oh, God, I just fell over the mic thinking about <laughs> No, I said, what did you think of the Zane Lowe Harry interview? And then you were like, Zane Lowe, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> and we were like, why have we just sat here talking about all these celebrities? You, Zane Lowe is the person that we're like, he's the one. No I personally, I, I could never give a hot take. <laughs> and like the thing is, and maybe we'll say this for another podcast, like Liv and I do have a hot take to give about Zane Lowe, but anyway. Um, that was nice, oh. I think, nice that we went to Harry. Um, and that was definitely yeah. nice. And I also feel like that's that's a meeting your heroes moment without actually meeting him Yeah, where your expectation is just like, I don't even know what your expectation would yeah. be for that. It's I just, feel like. It, nothing will ever reach yeah. whatever it was. But fuck, he was good. No, I don't think it ever. The one for me, we've got my all-time favorite band in the whole world is Haim. Oh. Like, I love them okay. I love them and I have missed them play live every year like the the lane where they came I think I wasn't even 18 when they came to lane so I couldn't go and then they like were meant to come I think over lockdown and they couldn't and they just went to New Zealand but didn't play because of yep. the floods and they're coming to London in August and honestly I'll leave my review after that because yes. I will probably be a shell we should try and get shell. you to interview them somehow oh don't let's we'll start manifesting no there. yeah You've just written about meeting heroes. Them and Stanley Tucci. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, you're right. Yeah. So, I mean, we've got to, you've got to fucking live up to that, Laura. No, I'm, I meet your heroes. Second Naughty or Nice. Second Naughty or Nice was going to be about Hayley Bieber and Selena Gomez, but then honestly, I'm sick of thinking about it. So swap that out yeah. at the last minute, everyone, to be fully transparent with you. There is so much content. I was going to say good content. There's so much you can consume about that if you want to, that yeah. I don't need to be adding to the conversation. But I did read that the Oscars this year are bringing in a crisis team for the coming ceremony. Did you see this? Okay, I saw this. I saw the SNL hot take as well. I didn't see the SNL skit, so maybe I mean, we can it's chime c- in on It's kind of cringe. So it's. I think you should tell everyone what happened at the Oscars okay. or what will happen. Well, Okay, this is a very quick naughty or nice. Basically, after last year's events, where we all know what happened, 
the slap happened, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock and they've now brought in a team, a squad, to deal with any unexpected happenings that might sort of occur, which I feel like they probably should have always had a a crisis team on hand. (laughs) Okay, this was my first question because when I said I saw crisis team and I thought, what is it? And it was like, we're going to have first responders and then also communications and I was like first of all I feel like there should always be first responders at any kind of like did they not have them there before like I feel like that feels problematic they've rebranded it to crisis team to get a bit more press for the Oscars I think because they know nothing as press worthy will ever happen like as press worthy as the slap will ever happen again so they need to sort of continue to ride that wave yeah I also feel like this is what you've been talking a lot about, but this is another, like, we're in PR, not the ear. Like, crisis comms. And having worked on communications, I think just being on that team, prayers for them. because (laughs) Prayers for them and the crisis comms. One of the guys said, because of last year, we've opened our minds to the many things that can happen at the Oscars. We have a whole crisis team, something we've never had before, and many plans in place, which kind of answers our question about I feel like they should have had one of these before then if there wasn't one I feel very unsafe at every event I ever go to again <laughs> if, yeah if the Oscars doesn't have a team like to deal with a crisis no who the fuck does no okay anyway so that's that's um naughty that they didn't have one prior nicer they've got one now yeah and now the big the big event of the podcast Daisy Jones and the Sit. Oh, my God. So full disclaimer, we got sent screeners for this, and I messaged Laura being like, you need to basically watch this whole series because I really want to talk about it on the podcast. And we have Laura message me on Slack being like, I need your thoughts. Did you read the book first? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, save it. I've been banned. I've been banned from talking about it. Banned from chat. I hate to do this to you all, but if you want to hear the rest, which I know you do, head over to Culture Vulture wherever you get your podcasts. Love you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.